Welcome to the Insatiable Appetite. My name is Renee Wheeler. I'm the director of our Compass Eating Occasions database here at the Hartman Group. And joining me today is my colleague, Danielle, senior consultant on the Hartman Retainer Services team. Hey, Renee. I am so excited to be here today to talk to you all about five key takeaways from our recently released report, A New Landscape of Eating. Over the past few years, we have witnessed, gosh, a whirlwind of changes in how Americans eat. You know, first upended initially by the COVID-19 pandemic, eating and drinking occasions are continuing to evolve due to changes in where we work or go to school, pressing concerns about inflation, rising prices and supply chain issues, shifting health and wellness priorities, and a heightened awareness of sustainability. Now, every indication thus far is that we as a society are not returning to how things were before the pandemic. So while we cannot predict the future, eating and drinking occasions in 2022 appear to be stabilizing at this different equilibrium. And decision makers in the food and beverage industry would be wise to recognize that there is no going back to normal. So let's dive in. Um, Danielle, can you tell our listeners who might not be familiar about our Eating Occasions database? Yes, for sure. So all of today's content is sourced from the Harbin Group's 2022 Compass Eating Occasions database. And this database is an online survey, which we field three times per year in the spring, summer, and fall. And it uses a powerful online recall methodology that randomly selects two eating and drinking occasions that a consumer participant has had in the last 24 hours. And so this unique method allows us to access respondents really close to their eating occasions for optimal recall of information. Also, the database includes day part, location, social composition, and needs dates, as well as items consumed and broadly where and when items were acquired. So lots of information. <laughs> uh, the Hartman Group has been consistently fielding the survey since 2012. So now we have ca actually captured over 190,000 adult eating occasions. Um, the Respondent sample is nationally representative of the U.S. general adult population, and these respondents recall eating occasions distributed across days of the week, leading to an occasion sample reflecting all U.S. adult occasions. So today we'll be focusing on adult eating occasions, but it's worth noting that we also capture self-reported teen occasions and parent-reported child occasions. Yes, thank you, Danielle. And to begin, um, I'll kick things off with our first takeaway from the report, and that is the landscape of eating has fundamentally changed. Now, this is illustrated, we feel most, by shift in eating across the day. So back in 2021, we saw a significant drop in the share of adults who were eating lunch and dinner on an average day. Now, this decline actually persisted in 2022, so lunch and dinner participation remained lower. And at the same time, we saw a slight increase in the share of adults eating mid-morning and afternoon snacks. Now, the average number of eatings across the day remained similar to last year at 3.9, but there was a slight drop in the number of food and beverage categories present on any given occasion. Now, these are all slight shifts, 
But when you add them up, today eating occasions have become slightly more evenly spread out throughout the day as consumption has shifted away from mealtimes. That's really interesting. And adding another layer to that, daily eating habits also vary by generation. Boomers tend to prefer a traditional eating routine of three meals per day and are more likely than younger generations to eat both breakfast and dinner on a typical day. Whereas millennials and Gen Z are more likely to snack throughout the day, with millennials being much more likely than all other generations to participate in the early morning snack occasion, and Gen Z as most likely to eat late at night. Mm-hmm. So what does all of this mean for those of us in the food and beverage industry? Well, higher participation rates among Gen Z and millennials suggest that that slight increase in mid-morning and afternoon snacking occasions that we saw in 2022 may very well continue. So brands should be asking the question, how can we capture an increased share of these occasions by catering to the unique set of consumer needs associated with each of these day parts? Now, these consumer needs are highlighted in the report. Mm-hmm. And moving on to our second key takeaway, uh, this is about social context. And here we have the social context of eating continues to shift. What we mean by that is alone eating increased in 2022 after reaching its lowest level in 2021, yet it still remains lower than pre-pandemic levels of 2019. And the drop in alone eating was concentrated in the early morning as some consumers returned to pre-pandemic routines of commuting and in-person work. Among generations, though, however, we see some differences. You know, alone eating is lowest among millennials, who are also more likely to crave social connections during eating and drinking occasions. So when marketing towards millennial eating occasions, perhaps focus on ways in which your brand or restaurant or retail products can create a more engaging social eating experience. Now, this can be reflected reflected as perhaps a convenience play to allow for connection rather than cooking on occasions in which socializing is more important. Mm -hmm. And thinking about different uh, day parts, our third key takeaway is that mid-morning snack occasions are more often taking place at work. Among total occasions, the location of eating has remained stable since 2021. However, when we look at shifts in eating location across the day, we do see a decline in at-home mid-morning snack occasions, which are now taking place at work. While the shift on its own may be unsurprising given given the return to in-person work, or at least part of the time, when considered alongside the lack of location change during lunch, this suggests that some consumers may be foregoing the traditional quote-unquote work lunch of the pre-pandemic era in favor of mid-morning or afternoon snacking. Very interesting. And as as we know from our report, mid-morning snacks are often hurried occasions. They're focused on satiety, satisfying thirst, and also physical replenishment. So having those convenient, ready-to-eat-and-drink formats that can easily be consumed at work or on the go or even at home are especially important for brands to consider when appealing to that mid-morning snack occasion. 
Mm -hmm. And now thinking about location, our fourth key takeaway is that after peaking in 2021, the share of restaurant sourced occasions appears to be leveling off. Restaurant sourced occasions, which does include takeout and delivery, are, however, still above 2019 levels and continue to play an important role in how Americans eat. In fact, in 2022, about one quarter of all eating occasions were sourced from a restaurant. Now, this share is higher among younger generations, parents, and high-income consumers. So to continue capturing this larger share of eating occasions, it's important for food service establishments to cater to key consumer needs when sourcing from restaurants. That includes convenience, but also better flavor and real ingredients that cue freshness via seasonal and local distinctions. Mm -hmm. And our fifth and final key takeaway today is that cooking engagement remains stable yet varies by generation. So keeping that generational through line as we've talked uh -huh. about. And so when consumers aren't sourcing from a restaurant, about four in 10 occasions involve a moderate to heavy amount of preparation, which is similar to 2021 levels. And when they do decide to cook, uh, millennials do tend to have higher levels of cooking engagement. So they gravitate towards that heavier amount of preparation. And they tend to use a variety of preparation methods as well. So millennials over-index for using like one pot or crop crock pot cooking, you know, we call that the Instapot cooking, uh, stir frying, marinating, uh, smoking, and also steaming when cooking. Now, on the other hand, boomers are more likely to use lighter levels of preparation, such as just microwaving, uh, but they also over-index for grilling outdoors. Yeah, there's some interesting insights we can draw from this. And ultimately, format and level of preparation matters. If, you know, as a business, your core audience is older, it may be important to take into consideration preference for lighter engagement with options that involve few and simple steps. Now, for younger audiences, recipes that utilize various kitchen appliances and cooking techniques will likely appeal. Agree. And well, Danielle, I do think that is a great place to wrap up today's episode. I'll end with some exciting news for our listeners. We are offering a complimentary excerpt of our report, A New Landscape of Eating, that you can download via our website, hartman-group.com. You can also purchase our full 73-page report, which is a more in-depth analysis of 2022 eating occasions, which includes consumer need states, the emotional context, food and beverage attributes, sourcing information, and given recent concerns surrounding inflation, uh, we also include a spotlight on price-sensitive occasions. So in addition, this full report includes eight sets of day part dashboards in which we provide the size of the occasion, who was present, where it took place, what was consumed, where it was sourced, need states, and demographics. So a lot of information in there. So if you'd like to learn more about this report or the capabilities of our Eating Occasions database, please reach out to us here at the Hartman Group. We are here to help you navigate any questions and challenges about what all of this means for your business. So thank you so much for joining me today, Danielle, and thank you all for listening. So catch us again on the next episode of The Insatiable Appetite. Thank you.